Hello, I'm Casey. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to Macabre Minds, a true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week we have a kind of solved, kind of unsolved mystery Ooh, going on here. Yeah. So I, I normally, I don't like to do the unsolved things too often because they really irritate me because <laughs> I like closure, but yeah. they are interesting cases, so I'm not going to avoid it completely. And I always do, I do like hearing that because usually you hear more of like the investigation side of things. They're just like, usually the unsolved ones, just like so many weird things are happening. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's, it's good to hear even though they are frustrating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So this happened um, in the Michigan, Ohio area, kind of like by the border. Um, And on Ohio Interstate 75, this strange-looking sleeping bag was found on the side of the road, and it looked like something heavy was tied up and covered inside it. Yikes. And the people who found it were like, you know what? Mm, I'm not going to open this. Let's call somebody, which is good call. Mm-hmm. And the lower half of a body was found inside <gasps> it. Yes. What? Um, above the hips was missing. Above. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I am so glad they didn't open it because that is <clears throat> traumatizing. Yeah. Oh, I my cannot, God. I can't even imagine. That's just so creepy. Creepy, gross, definitely would not, would not want to see that. Um, so the victim was 39-year-old David Carter. Um, his sister, uh, he had, oh my gosh, okay. His He has a son named DJ with a woman named Samia and his sister Tasia and his dad, Elton, um were all the ones who had to identify him um david had dj at 20 years old so he was um young but he and and he and samia were not together anymore but they were very close co-parents so like good friends still okay um and david was seeing a woman named tammy at the time they were dating the he and Tammy went to high school together, but they reconnected as adults. Um, David's sister Tasia did not like her because she thought Tammy was very possessive and needed to always be with him, and it kind of gave her a bad vibe. Okay. And on September 30th of 2018, DJ, his son, is supposed to come over to David's house. But Samia and DJ get text messages from David saying, oh, I'm throwing up and I'm really sick, so don't come over. I don't want you to get sick. And DJ tries calling him, but David just replies, I can't talk on the phone. I'm too sick and only texting. Hmm. And DJ goes over anyway because he needs to go to David's house for his phone charger. And he sees Tammy outside taking out the garbage. And when she sees him, she turns and runs back to the apartment and when DJ gets up the stairs, the door is locked. Um, so oh she saw him goodness. and like locked him out, and then and then ran inside and locked him out. Yeah. Sus. Okay. Weird. <laughs> hmm. 
Um, but DJ had a key, so he lets himself in. Uh, and Tammy was like, oh, hey. Like, she didn't just see him downstairs. Stupid. And- okay, but also, like, I mean, is he, like, knocking and she didn't answer? Because that's kind of inappropriate. The father just kind of, like, letting himself in, in my opinion. What do you mean? The son? DJ. Sorry, DJ letting himself in. Is that his house? It's his dad's house. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I'm mixing people up. But still, like, letting himself in at all, like, I don't know. What if Tammy was walking around in her underwear? I mean, I know he just saw her. Well, but yeah. I would, I would, I just, it's weird. I would think you'd knock first. I don't know. Families do their own thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't. I guess it is your parents' house, so it is. I kind of when I go to my parents' house, I just let myself in the door. But I guess you're right. I do too. I, I don't know. I just picked. Well, if the door was locked, but I don't have a key. No, yes, I do. I would still let myself in. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just like picture like when it's like in an apartment and it's a girl and a guy situation. I would just assume that you would like just in case. Out. Yeah, just in case. I don't know why though. <laughs> I don't know. You got to right. think about it. You don't know. You're right. <laughs> um. So DJ notices that the bedroom and the bathroom door are closed, and Tammy says, "Oh, David's not here. He went for a walk." And DJ's like, "Well, he's been texting me that he's sick, so now he's out for a walk. That's kind of weird." Um, but. He finds his charger and just leaves without really thinking much about it. Um, And then Roger Davis, who was a friend from work, noticed that David had not come into work for three days. And he was like, that's weird for him. Something's wrong. So he calls David's sister, Tasia. And Tasia tries to get a hold of her brother. No answer. And then she calls Tammy. And Tammy is like, no, I haven't seen him since Sunday. Um, Which is the day that DJ had come over so it's this is three days later now okay Um, so tasia goes to david's apartment with her husband the door was not locked so they just walk in uh well actually they just had a bad feeling when they saw the door was open because he would normally always lock his doors and um so she called their dad and samia the mother of his child that something felt wrong and they all came over and they all went in together. Um, so they, the sister waited for all them all to get there, which I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, and things were really messy in the apartment, which they thought was weird because he was kind of a neat freak. And then they saw a big red stain under the bed. And you could tell that the bed had been moved because of the imprint in the carpet. And they moved the covers and saw just blood all over the mattress and a bullet hole in the closet door so oh no as one does they start freaking out calling hospitals the police morgues and file a missing persons report um and please start a search and the family asks if anyone sees him please let us know and they call tammy again and say i'm gonna ask you one more time where is he and tammy said i don't know anything and she was not concerned with him being missing and then on october 1st of 2018 is when that sleeping bag was found in ohio 
Okay, wait. So Tammy's still not concerned, even though they found all this blood and this this bullet hole and. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like everyone's on to her, but she's like, nope, I don't know anything about it. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, because even even if she didn't know anything about it, you'd think she'd be like, oh my god, my boyfriend. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think she'd be like, no, no, I don't think he's missing. <laughs> yeah, I think everything's fine. No. Mm-mm. Um, there was a tattoo of a pit bull with red eyes on one of the legs that was found, and um, this the photograph of this tattoo was sent out to Michigan for their missing persons case, and that is how the family identified that the lower half of the body was his that was found because of the tattoo. Oh. My gosh. Yeah. Another good reason to have tattoos. I know. They make you really identifiable. Yes. Which is another reason why I I heard that, like, sex traffickers are less likely to take people with tattoos. Oh. Because it makes you more identifiable. Well, good thing I have tattoos. <laughs> good thing. See, mom, it's protection. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, but it's very hidden. So <laughs> maybe I need more. Um, I'll get one right on my forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Like, on a more serious note, that is absolutely horrible. That's a horrible way for them to find their father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, definitely everyone believes it's Tammy and they all start gunning for her. And they start thinking of these instances that were weird, like only three weeks before he was killed, uh, David went to the movies with his cousin, who was a woman, and when they came home from the movies, his tires were slashed, and it was Tammy who had done it. She was mad that he went to the movies with his cousin and not her. Um, And then on September 28th, which was just a, a day or so before he went missing... Um, The whole family went to a football game and it was the last time the whole family was together and that they all saw David alive. And Tammy was at the game, but she didn't sit with any of them. She sat like far away in the stands. And so that kind of indicated the whole family thought David planned on breaking up with her and she kind of caught on to it. So now they're thinking that is her reasoning for snapping that. Oh, geez. They had reached a breaking point in their relationship. And she's like, I mean, when you're slashing tires and like, I mean, that's a pretty, even though it's not physically aggressive at you, I mean, to put a knife through a tire and slash it, all four of them, that takes yeah. rage. Mm-hmm. So you're would, a little unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> to say yeah. the least. <laughs> um, on October 5th, 2018 tammy is arrested but a couple of days later she is released because the police said they needed to keep investigating because they didn't have enough to hold her and charge her really at this point which is typical Mm -hmm. and the police tell the family they need to locate the other remains and have a cause of death to really stick something on her and on october 10th five days after her release they find more remains um only a little 
like a mile or so down the road on the same interstate. Um, in a duffel bag, they found David's head wrapped in garbage bags. No. A gunshot wound to the side of his head. Um, and they can the the coroner could tell it was very, very close range. And assuming from his size compared to Tammy's, he was very tall, almost 200 pounds, um, that he was probably sleeping. And she, like, came in and killed him while he was sleeping. Oh, my Um, goodness. Oh, like, that is so sad. And also, like, kind of stupid on Tammy's part. Because at that point, they didn't know, like, what, I mean, they know that he probably got shot based on the bullet hole in the closet but none of it's like definitive mm-hmm. like I feel like if well okay I'm saying shame on Tammy shame on whoever had done it yeah um I just I you know you'd think that like maybe put it somewhere like that no one will ever find it not like yeah. in a duffel bag like that's going to be found in a duffel bag yeah. Like, even if you didn't, if you put it somewhere where it was exposed to the elements, like, even then, that would be so much harder to identify or never be found. Yeah. True. You know I mean, like, that mm-hmm. just seems sloppy. Not very thought out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that she did it. Mm-hmm. Or th- that the murderer did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also, Obviously. like, I mean, sh- yeah. Obviously, you I see who I think did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you think? Um, and then on October 16th, the rest of his remains were found in a suitcase that had, like, bright, pretty flowers all over it. Um, oh. Again, on the same interstate. So she just scattered them a little, a couple miles, like, down the road from each other on the interstate. Um, so now they have the whole body in three different parts um and the coroner does more tests and finds he had antihistamine in his system oh uh, believed that he had been drugged so like antihistamines that's like benadryl okay yeah Yeah. like so medication that'll just make you sleepy but it's also like a and it's like help well helps with allergies okay yeah so could have kept him sleeping yeah, probably better Um, the cuts to sever his body apart were made from a kitchen knife, which meant it would have taken a very, very long time to cut the body in three different parts, like from the hips and severing the head. Yeah, oh, with a, just gosh. a kitchen knife. <clears throat> Can you? Imagine? I don't know how anybody has that in them. Mm-mm. I would not have that no even like in autopsies you know you have the correct equipment it's very clean cut clear you're doing it with a kitchen knife yeah that is messy and horrifying Mm -hmm. and there is nothing nothing you can say when you use a weapon like that to say oh this was just in the heat of the moment because that couldn't possibly that takes so much time and like you are dedicated to that crime at that point if you're gonna sit down and do that for hours and hours and hours yeah you're right it's disgusting 
Yeah, there's no there's no way no talking yourself out of that. Oh, I can't even imagine trying like the strength you also have to have to do that with a kitchen knife. Yeah. Ugh. And no just way. like yeah, and just being able to like mentally take yourself out of there. I mean, that points to all types of yeah. Yeah, mental illnesses. I don't someone there's something wrong. Yeah, someone <laughs> in their right mind would never, ever, 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 ever do that. Mm-mm. No. And yeah, like never once did it occur to her as she's doing this. Oh my God, I should, this, what am I doing? This is crazy. I should stop. Or like not even to like give up because of how difficult it is. She kept going. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess once you get to a certain point, like it's kind of like okay now like people are gonna think this of me because I just mutilated this body to this point yeah so I guess at that point like you kind of have to keep going in 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 this killer's mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's horrible yeah so the police finally have you know cause of death and um all three body parts which they needed but This is when everyone finds out Tammy is on the run. She has fled Michigan. Um, It is January 2019 at this point. And U.S. Marshals are recruited to look for her. And she is facing charges of first-degree homicide, dismemberment of of body, tampering tampering with evidence, and a felony firearm use. So that could get you a lot of time obviously um on october 16th she was seen in ann arbor michigan she had taken cash out of an atm there had a meal at a restaurant and stayed at a hotel and then she was seen on security cameras a couple times um taking an amtrak train to chicago and then another one to new york and she would always stay at like a hotel like for like one night um, but she was being seen on cameras. So, and she has a very noticeable, is that a word? Noticeable? <laughs> noticeable. <laughs> I was trying to say identifiable and noticeable. <laughs> I was like, noticeable. Like that, the noticeable is not a word. <laughs> I'm glad I caught myself before just like continuing. You know, like, well, I, I was gonna, nothing. I was gonna say something. I wouldn't let you get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> like what did I say last time that you I was like um oh I don't even know I don't know something like very many or whatever I don't know yeah anyway (laughs) um so she has this big tattoo that is identifiable and noticeable um that covered like from her shoulder to like her elbow of like these big red roses so they were also hopeful that that would help her be caught as well Unless they were really hoping she wouldn't go get it covered up. But that would be a huge cover up. Yeah. And artists would have to be really good. And to- she'd have to spend a lot of money. And yes. she'd have to pull so then she'd have to pull out a lot of money. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um so she's seen hopping from place to place for a little while. And um then she just vanishes. It's like she got wise that hey, people the police can see my bank statements. They can see where I'm spending money. They're seeing me on cameras. And I guess she got a little smarter because the trail just 
ends with her and the police contact her family and her family all says oh I, we have no idea where she is haven't seen her nothing and the police are like we don't believe you but you're not giving us anything so there's nothing yeah you um and that's where the mystery part of this kind of comes in yeah. so the mystery is you know like everyone knows it was her everyone knows it was tamara williams but she is still at large to this day and there is a ten thousand dollar reward for her capture um or arrest and yeah technically it is still unsolved because she's never been charged with what is facing her um because That's she's still not been found which is just crazy that is so frustrating. That is like really, really annoying because she was so stupid initially with everything yes. she was doing. It's like she like hired someone, but she wouldn't have the money because it's all locked. It's all like tied up in her yeah. accounts. Yeah. But it's like, that's so frustrating because how would she have gotten smart? Maybe she got killed. Maybe she like gotten mixed up or whatever. Wrong place, wrong time. I don't know. Yeah, it is strange because usually you don't see criminals like they're either smart from the get go and they accidentally slip up or they're really they're just really sloppy. Like you don't usually like see that switch like, oh, now I'm going to get good at covering my tracks. Right. And like being caught on several cameras, staying in hotels, having that tattoo. I think she met up with someone that either knew what they were doing or she's dead somewhere. Yeah. I mean, a life on the run probably isn't that safe. No, whatever you're doing right that's the thing is like okay so like if she's on the run how is she getting money what is she doing like right and she's i mean last she was seen was in chicago which is can be a very dangerous place Mm -hmm. yeah what year did this happen did you say um she this happened in 2018 and she went missing in 20 the 2019 so Maybe in a maybe. few years, yeah. But I mean, then COVID happened and the sure. world got turned upside down. So who knows? Maybe yeah. she, maybe she is still out there. And she now, if anyone ever has tattoos on their arm, like rose tattoos from their shoulder to their elbow, I'm gonna be like staring them down. Look for it. Um, yeah, she was a travel agent and also a nurse. So like there, she could be like working as a travel agent from home. You could do that booking people places. So the police are like, she could be getting money from that under a different name, but like there are no leads. They have no idea where she is. And I can't imagine like for a family, like it's one thing where it's kind of like you, you don't know who the criminal is. So you don't have like any kind of closure but this is like a weird kind of closure because you know who did it but they're out there not being punished so that's that's different you know it's weird but like you said like even though she's not technically in jail a life on the run is not really a life it's a very dangerous life it's constant anxiety constantly thinking you're going to be caught you cannot have your chance at a normal life she can't go back to being a nurse she no, can't go back to, unless she found like i don't know something really un- undercover but she had no money to be able to pay for anything like that yeah so it's like she probably 
she's probably living, if she is still alive and out there living her life in constant fear. Yeah. So at least we can, at least we can be comforted by that. That she's not living happily, hopefully. Yeah, like, she, yeah, she's probably not happily ever after if, if she does not get caught. But she also deserves to, to, to be and to face what she did. Yeah, 100%. That is so bizarre. Yeah. I can't. I'm so, going to look up a picture of her. What's her name? Uh, Tamara Williams. Oh, the U.S. Marshal's. They're still looking for her. This is still like an active case. They haven't called it a cold case or anything. So they are still pursuing her. Um, so there's that too, at least. Yeah, I just looked up a picture. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. Never seen her. <laughs> um, yeah. So unfortunately, that is where the case stands at the moment but his family is you know doing their best to move on and they deserve justice yeah they do definitely yeah can't imagine and that's just so frustrating because like she was like she was in police custody at one point yes oh god yeah and like they let her go and she immediately took off after that um so like I wonder if it's like because I know sometimes like when they're a flight risk like that they'll put like a police out like to watch them make sure that they're not like yeah on the run so maybe they just like didn't think that she would be that she would run or maybe they maybe the fact that she was a woman was you know an advantage for her and they just assumed that she wouldn't run or whatever yeah or like, yeah, something like that. There wasn't enough. So they were like, we can't, like legally, maybe they couldn't even like have people watching her. Yeah. For any reasons too. Unfortunately. Yeah. So that was a short little case, but yeah. Still very interesting. Yeah. I just can't believe, like, so did they ever find that like the suit that flowery suitcase? Did they think that it belonged to her? They think she purchased those bags like specifically for dumping him somewhere. Like she didn't previously own them. Okay. Yeah. Still stupid. Like mm-hmm. I honestly think you're better off. Like if someone finds a duffel bag or a suitcase on the side of the road, it's going to get opened. It's not going to sit there even for years. Yeah, like those things get found. People clean ditches. People, uh, garbage hunting, garbage, yeah, or mowing. You know, all this. Like, I don't know what she was thinking. Like, not highway in a ditch. They weren't buried anywhere. She literally. It's like she drove down, and just tossed them out the window, like without even stopping, because they weren't that far off the road. And like you said, she had already spent so much time dismembering the bodies. Yeah, it's like. I mean, take a little bit more time and discard of them, I don't know, a little bit more, like, like hide them a little bit better. I don't know. I think of what the coroner thought as well was she only did the dismemberment purely out of necessity because she couldn't carry, carry him down the stairs outside. Like, she couldn't physically. So it was the only way to get rid of him, really. 
but so because yeah he's so much heavier Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah so that for one once again that shows that it was a woman that's interesting I wonder if that's like now like taught about um to police or to investigators like you know this could show that the person is smaller because they dismembered them because they couldn't carry them out yeah yeah I mean that that's an indicator for yeah sure, I would say it's yeah. not always like I hate you so much I'm gonna chop you up it's it could be that simply because yeah. she's like oh sh- shoot I can't carry this person downstairs yeah right interesting yeah all right well Emily thank you for looking all that up of course on that note I'm Casey I'm Emily and you just heard macabre minds <laughs>